Good morning. We are here moving through Holy Week with our Psalms of Ascent. And today we're going to be looking at Psalm number 125. Hello, it is Daily Prayers. Time for Daily Prayers. And I am Pastor Randall Friesen. It's good to be with you this Wednesday of Holy Week. I hope you are marking the week a little differently, recognizing and taking some thoughtful time for uh, interaction, maybe with the Word of God, maybe just in conversation and prayer with God himself. He does hear you and he listens. It's good to be with you today. It smells good in here because I'm trying a new uh, aftershave. I have a great aftershave collection, by the way, back in the house. I started collecting aftershave uh, a while ago and I started to see on the shelves some of these old ones like, uh, well, Brute. Brute was my very first deodorant and aftershave when I was a kid and making my own choices. I went with Brute. And uh, a couple of years ago, I tried some Brute for the first time in many years and it just flashed me back. So I've been collecting uh, aftershaves not colognes, but aftershaves, because they don't linger so long for the day. And this smells good in here. I've tried a new one today. But I am looking for high karate, if I, <laughs> if I could find. I've got some Old Spice. I've got some Brute. I've got some, oh, a bunch of kinds, different kinds of one. They go back. They're old ones. But high karate, I haven't found yet. Coming to work today was snow on the ground. Yeah, snow. It was 21 the other day. I'm telling you. And you poor people, I mean, it was just a uh, dusting of snow. Nothing compared to what you people in Winnipeg are getting this week. And uh, the worst storm of the century, blizzard. We were in Winnipeg in uh, 97, in April 97, when the worst storm of that century came through. And that was to be followed by the worst flood of the century. That was a storm. That was a blizzard, a humdinger. But this one's supposed to hit, be hitting southern Manitoba and a bit of southern Saskatchewan. It's quite a shot. So be careful out there. If you're out there, just be careful. Don't push it. Take your time. Don't rush. Just stay home if you can. But if you can't, be careful. We're praying for you. Actually, we are because Mike and Shreya are driving through it this weekend. Supposed to be. So we are... We're praying for you people who are facing that weather. We are moving through Psalm 125 today. It is another of the, the songs of ascent when the people of Israel would sing these songs going up to Jerusalem for their three times a year uh, of worship of God. And they would come from all over the land, far and near, far and wide, to, to go up to Jerusalem to worship God and to be with their, their families, their brothers and sisters. And so today we are reading the Psalm 125. Let me read it for us now. A song for pilgrims ascending to Jerusalem. Those who trust in the Lord are as secure as Mount Zion. They will not be defeated, but will endure forever. Just as the mountains surround Jerusalem, so the Lord surrounds his people both now and forever. The wicked will not rule the land of the godly, for then the godly might be tempted to do wrong. O Lord, do good to those who are good, whose hearts are in tune with you. But banish those who turn to crooked ways, O Lord. Take them away with those who do evil. 
May Israel have peace. Indeed, may Israel have peace. The word of the Lord for us today, friends. Thanks be to God. The word of the Lord, this song of ascent that the Jewish people would sing as they went up to worship God together. A reminder, this one, this psalm is a psalm of, of looking forward. It's a psalm of security and protection. And they would sing these psalms as they went up. And they would remind each other that God has them in his hand. He's protecting them. He's watching out for them. He's providing for them. He's caring about them. And those who trust the Lord are as secure as Mount Zion. Mount Zion is the city of Jerusalem. That's where Mount Zion was originally located, uh, in the city of Jerusalem. And it became another term for the city of Jerusalem. Mount Zion. So much history has gone on in that place and on that mountain, on that hill. And now Jerusalem is known as Mount Zion, the eternal city, the city that's going to be lasting forever. Uh, the new Jerusalem, you've perhaps heard of that. Uh, and certainly the city on this earth is going to be around for a long time. There's a security here. There's a sense of God watching out for us, especially verse 1. Those who trust in the Lord are as secure as Mount Zion. They will not be defeated, but will endure forever. Do you trust in the Lord? Do you trust in him? Do you care what God has in mind for you? Do you talk with him, engage with him? Do you give him room in your life to stretch you and to grow in you? Do you welcome him into your life? Is there a place in your heart, in your life, in your day-to-day -day comings and goings? for the Lord. Well, those who trust in this Lord, the Lord God Almighty, Jesus Christ himself, are as secure as Mount Zion. They will not be defeated. Just as the mountains surround Jerusalem, Mount Zion, so the Lord surrounds his people both now and forever. God, God's got you. He surrounds you. He's caring for you. What? You might go through some disease. Yeah. What? You might go through some loss. Yes, yes, he does promise to protect you. And the protection doesn't necessarily mean against some of these things, that he's going to protect you against these things. But he will and he can and he does protect you through these things, through these difficult seasons, the loss of a loved one, um, the loss of finances or, or work or jobs. He will keep you through these times. He doesn't necessarily protect us from these bad times, but he does protect us through these bad times. He keeps us. He holds us. He guards our hearts and hangs on to us through the bad times of life, through the seasons of, of deep challenge that we face in our lives. This is a God who protects those who love him, those who call out to him, those who walk with him, those who know him, those who trust in him. And then we go on to this interesting little passage, two verses here, verse 4 and 5. O Lord, do good to those who are good, whose hearts are in tune with you. That's my prayer for you, friends. O Lord, do good to those whose hearts are in tune with you, whose hearts are after your own heart, Lord. Do good to them, please, O Lord. And we call out to God, Lord, do good to them. Be faithful to your children. Help your children through these most difficult days, these difficult seasons, these difficult times. Oh, Lord, do good to those who are good, whose hearts are in tune with you. 
But then, verse 5 is just as important. We pray this too, actually. But Lord, banish those who turn to crooked ways, O Lord. Banish. Get them away from us, Lord. Keep them far away from us, those whose hearts turn away from you, O Lord. Oh, they may say with their mouths that they do serve you, but with their lives and their actions, they have turned away from you, Lord. Banish them. Remove them far from us, O Lord. Take them away, it says, with those who do evil. Friends, there are people, and I don't know, your your upbringing and your life might be just pristine and picturesque and beautiful. You might not know an evil person. You might not even know a bad person. But friends, this world is filled with wicked people. If you don't know any wicked people, that's a wonderful gift. But as you age more and more, you will see that there are people on this earth who make choices against God. Maybe they're deceived. Maybe they're actually making willing choices against the Father. But there is wickedness in this world. Wicked is an old word. But man, as I live through these days, I see more and more that that's a word that fits. Wickedness abounds. Wickedness grows around us. But our prayer is that God would banish those who turn to crooked ways, O Lord. Take them away with those who do evil. God, remove them from us. Banish them from us. Take them away from us. That's my prayer for you, too, that you would be protected from wicked people. Wicked people. I want to pray that for us. This is a psalm of security, of protection. I want to challenge you and remind you and encourage you this week to put your trust in the Lord, the Lord God Almighty, who can be and will be and is willing to be your protector through difficult challenges, through difficult seasons. He will be with you. Let's pray together. Lord, you know better than we do. There are people in this world who mean for harm to happen, who cause great pain and great harm and great loss. Oh, God, have mercy on us. Protect us from those who would mean evil for us and wickedness for us, Lord. Protect us from those whose hearts are turned against you, O Lord, and seek to do evil in this world. Protect us, Lord. Protect us, yes, Lord, protect us from them, but protect us through the pain they cause, too, because sometimes the pain comes at us in spite of it all. You need to guard our hearts and keep our minds safe as we go through those seasons of attack or brokenness or pain from people who bring harm to this earth. Protect us, Lord. Pray for each of my friends this morning that you would guard our hearts, guard our minds, guard our spirits, keep us pure before you, Lord. Keep us hope-filled, Lord, before you. Let your spirit be with us. Your grace be upon each of us this Wednesday. Pull us closer in this holy week, in this time as we worship you, Lord, as we focus on you. Give you all the worship and the praise, the glory and the honor, because you are our protector. And we love you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Friends, he is your protector. He is your protector. Trust in him. Trust in him and he will protect you through these difficult seasons of life. Be careful out there as you come and you go. I'm praying that this holy week might be holy for you as well. That you might identify something in this week that you can grow on or in in your relationship with God. 
Lord willing, we'll be with you again next time for another Psalm of Ascent as we move through these final days of Holy Week. My prayer is that God would be close to you, but even more so that you would know, you would sense his closeness and his provision for you each day. For now, friends, bye-bye.